mad dogs and Englishmen go up to the... The small Midwest town of Hackney on Thames lies just 26 miles outside Kansas City, forever trapped in a bubble of imperial time, where the British still rule America. The Beatles are a local baseball team. Credible pop music has yet to be invented, and nothing is quite as it should be. Broadcasting for an incredible 60 minutes monthly, we present the Hackney Kansas Radio Hour. A careworn tapestry of lost pop ditties, today's hits, sundry cookery items, and poorly researched attempts to share the latest developments in something you people call sports. We bid you welcome.
Well, hello there, and welcome to the Hackney, Kansas Radio Hour on Radio Nowhere. I'm not Alexander's Festival Hall. And I'm not Piney Gear. Yeah, so, um, hey, it's it's February. It's February. Uh, it's a, a fabulous month. Um, Is it? Well, Is it a fabulous month, Alex? I, I realise there are mixed views on that. Yeah, I mean, we have a mutual friend, and he's just taken off for the entire month of February. He said... Fuck February, and he went to live on a Greek island. Yeah, I mean, um, it's not something I've ever had strong, strong views about myself. But really, um, are you? Do you heart winter? I, I'm not against winter. Oh, I think uh, it's a chance to engage with scarves. It's where gloves. we're different. Yeah. This is where mm. we're different. I'm happiest in some flip flops and a frock. Yeah, well, of course, Hackney, Kansas itself is actually quite cold. So you know that sure that explain is. my own terrible opinions on this subject um, <laughs> um Le- so tell me what was that first track because i really loved it we we opened with uh dorothy ashby who's a fantastic uh jazz harpist from the 70s wow. um joanna newsome eat your heart out yes eh? not the first by any stretch <laughs> um and yes, we've got a whole load of other groovy bits and pieces for you uh, this show. Um, we've got Drunk Cookery again, this time with a new guest food artiste who'll be bringing us those things that you should really eat with some ambition and with some <laughs> poise at about quarter to 11 or quarter to 12, I should say, on a say, Friday night. I have to say, she's pretty impressive in that It's department. good. It's good, yeah. solid work. Yeah. Um, We've got um, George Terry's 207-part history of Britpop. I think we're on <laughs> we're number on four. four. <laughs> we're on four, yeah. So, you know, more work to be done, but strap in. I that. have to say I'm learning so much already. I think, I think we are, yeah. 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 Unbidden facts falling yeah. from the ether. Mm. Oh, there's sports. We're going to talk about sports. Yes, yes. <laughs> sort to... of. We're going to attempt to talk about sport. Yeah. Um, and there's the Yacht Club. Don't forget Bramman's yeah, yep. Yacht Club. Bram- Bramman's Yacht Club returns with uh, some smooth tunes. Um, and, uh, I mean, oh, very often with this sort of podcasting malarkey, people say to you, what are you going to include? And you have to think very quickly on the spot about what, what are tempting elements you might be bringing to the table. But what people forget is that you're also editing things out and having a quick scan of the uh, new records released thus far in 2016 i can tell you with some confidence that we won't be playing anything from the new records by ronan keating scooter elton john and cooler shaker so there's so there's that as well i swear alex that list is like from the past or no no, no wikipedia it does not lie that those are all <laughs> hot new releases oh, that you won't be hearing um, here on the Hackney Kansas podcast and in fact if you if you really are struggling um, with fear related issues do not on any account look at Elton John's new promotional poster for his new album there's a there's a smile you shouldn't be able to pull at his age but now you're making me want to look at it yeah on that bombshell here's her first record
George Terry. This is my history of Britpop. In the last three podcasts, we've talked about some boy bands, Blur, Oasis, and for reasons that made sense at the time, Dodgy. And Britpop often feels, in retrospect, like a working-class boys getting-together-with-guitars kind of genre. Now, I don't want to talk about why women seem to have been written out of the history of Britpop, but I do want to point out that there were girls with guitar bands too, and some of them were friggin' excellent. Let's start with Elastica. Three girls, three guitars, and following the tradition of girl bands, one boy relegated to the drums. They were headed up by Justine Frischman, formerly of Suede, who with one raised eyebrow made you want, if not to be her, then at least be in her band. Their first release was Stutter, but it's connection that still, an incredible 22 years after its release in 1994, makes me leap out of my chair and start doing some kind of amazing crunchy dance the moment the intro begins. And I defy you not to do the same. Connection went on to feature on the band's debut album, Elastica, released in March 1995, and it went straight to number one in the UK album chart. In fact, it was the fastest selling debut album since Oasis Definitely Maybe, and held that record for an incredible 10 years. What was that we were saying about women being written out of Britpop history? However, as we're talking about Elastica, it's now the actual law that I have to mention Wire who sued the band, claiming that Connection bore a marked resemblance to Three Girl Rumba. But back in 1994, I had never heard a wire, and even if I had, I would have thought it was music for old men. In fact, when I was researching, and I use the term loosely, when I was researching this piece, I realised I'd never heard Three Girl Rumba by wire. So I had a listen, and yeah, yeah, it sounds exactly the same. But would Three Girl Rumba have me leaping out of my seat to do some kind of amazing crunchy dance? Well, of course it would, because I think it was connection starting. But my point about the song still stands. It's a brilliant song, and I'd still like to be in Elastica. Prepare yourself for a dance, and have a listen. Made the grave 
was um, that was rather nice, wasn't it, Angela? Sort yeah. of warm, fuzzy feeling there from Tame Impala. Yeah, the less I know, the better. Um, Two people who know rather too much about smooth music are up next, of course, from Bramans Yacht Club. I think Brammer's not around for Brammans this month. It's just the Muns, isn't it, of of the the Brammans equation. Yeah. yeah, two dear friends of ours with a, a very strong, a adult-orientated music collection, I think yeah, it'd be fair to say. they love the smooth. And they're hitting us up with a bit of a classic this month. There been times in my life I've been Somehow I believe we'd always survive. Now I'm not so sure you're waiting here. One good reason to try. But what more can I say? What's left to
Kenneth. Is it Kenny? I think it's Kenny. I think his yeah. birth name is. It's going to be Kenneth. It's going to be Kenneth. Kenneth Loggins. Kenneth Loggins. Doesn't sound as smooth though, does Shorten. it? No. Hello, I'm Kenneth Loggins. <laughs> I've written a song that I would like you to listen to. Here it is. This is it. So, so that was Kenny Loggins. He was very prolific. He was uh, in terms of uh, film soundtracks. Yep, I believe. Uh, Caddyshack. Yep. Footloose. Yep. Uh, that's that's all I've got. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. He did. He did a whole Winnie the Pooh thing. But but in terms of this particular song, sure. we want to we want to hear your your opinion on its on its smooth qualities on its uh, well you know. I, I didn't really appreciate the strings, really. Which I, okay, I maybe heard for the first time just now. Oh, so you mean you didn't appreciate them, as in you didn't like? I just them didn't or? hear them on on my my oh, uh, okay uh, substandard sound system. And did headphones. They, did they lift? Did they really yeah, they give did. that they, extra they, edge? They gave it. They gave it. <laughs> they gave it wings, gave it so wings. to speak. <laughs> That's one, like of his, a little one of his soundtracks. Yeah, and that's um, Michael McDonald. It is a little secret performance from yeah. Michael McDonald, um, the Silver Fox. The Silver Fox. So giving was his... that? Did that term come from him, or was he? Because people call people Silver Foxes now. I don't did think it's. I don't think. He, I don't think it was coined with with <laughs> him. Me. But yeah, he is certainly a Silver Fox. Um, a very high voice. Did did he? Do we know what that song's about? I think it's about being, being it, being it. Yeah. It's about the fact that this is it. Yeah. There's, there's, there's things about corners, being in a corner, and this, this time it's time to, to do something. Yeah. It's about taking action. Taking it's a positive control. song. Yeah. I'm not going to take it, take this anymore. Yeah. You could play Maybe it not to, have read, read into that. To love or to uh, whatever it is. Your, your job. job. This is it. <laughs> job or. Yeah. I'm going to wash that car. I yes. think that I think that concludes. We'll leave it there on that. This concludes this particular slapdash note. Yeah. Oh my god, Alex! All mm. this smoothness makes me totally want to rebel. It's like bringing <laughs> out the teenage me. There is. There's an anger in your eyes. A C- little. A little anger. It can only be soothed by a bit of female fronted grunge. Uh, that's lucky. Like Slater Kinney. My baby loves me, I'm so happy Happy makes me a modern girl Took my money and bought a TV TV brings me closer to the world My whole life Look like a picture of a sunny day My whole 
Kansas Radio Hour, we have a special guest drunk cookery segment from food artist Alice Straker, who joins us in the studio. Hello, good morning everybody. Hi. Well, hello there. Really excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming down. Amazing. So, um, you're probably aware, Alice, of the, the way that this segment works. Uh, picture the scene, a big Friday night, you get home, there's a, there's a food deficit in your life that needs taking care of. Well, it's first up, really, I wanted to talk to you about meringues, which if you walk, if you burst into the door of your house and you Mm -hmm. realise you're in the kitchen and you're thinking, drunk cookery, okay, meringues, all you need is caster sugar and egg whites. The problem might be cracking the eggs and separating the egg yolk, but once you've got past that phenomenal part, the trickiest part... Then you're just into getting the whisk going. Um, so we're, we're basically, just I'm pause you there for a second, we're, we're assuming we've got a whisk. I just want to make sure yeah. that the listeners know that whisk is involved. Is it electric or the hand whisk or does it matter? I, it doesn't matter, but I think at your current state, you mm-hmm. probably want to go and, go and try and find those, the electric whisk. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So um, particularly to, to the gentleman listeners, that's the electric whisk. The electric whisk. Absolutely, yeah, that delicious electric whisk. (laughs) So you've got your electric whisk, you've got your egg whites and caster sugar, and it's all about whipping, getting all the air as much Mm. as you can into that egg. And I think... At your at your in this state on a Friday night, you're going to be especially good at mm-hmm. whipping. Sure. <laughs> let's Im- let's imagine um, head candy, a, a compilation of head candies playing in the background, possibly. <laughs> I don't know about that. Alex. You know, some something up tempo <laughs> to get the whisking going. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see, so you just wait for your eggs to get fo- frothier, foamier, delicious, and you got you get it to a sort of you know meringue texture stiff peaks mm-hmm. and there you have it pour it into i actually last night made it in a banana loaf wow tin yeah um or you put your blobs of meringue and you can leave it overnight which is perfect you can kind of forget about it put it on 60 degrees or the lowest setting 
Yeah. And then head off to bed and wake up in the morning to these gorgeous, shimmering meringues. Wow. wow. So it's it's both drunk cookery and hangover cure. Dare I go that far? Yeah. A really sweet hangover cure. Amazing. Nice. I feel, I feel we're charting a new territory. I yeah. love that. I can't wait to try it later. <laughs> but what you could do, I'm just thinking, is crumble the meringue into your porridge or something. <gasps> Genius. It's, it's almost worth staying in, really, isn't yeah. it, for this, this level of recipe making. A one logistic. Do you have to put, like, anything greasy under them so they don't stick? So if you remember, hopefully, get the baking, baking paper out. Okay. And pop that in. And then I also read about how to make the perfect meringues. Your equipment has to be sparkling clean. Okay. So just try and keep it clean all the time. Okay, well, I think that's um, that's a mantra that we should all live by yeah. any, anyway. Yeah. You know, so nice to have that reinforced. <laughs> um, Alice, that's amazing. Yeah. So, uh, and, and in the context of meringues, is there anything more ambitious that you've ever done with a meringue? If I can ask that personal question. I know we've just met, but... Well, oh gosh. <laughs> I'm actually trying to make a meringue landscape at the moment to film in my new project. So I've been experimenting with creating meringue icebergs, meringue islands. So creatively, absolutely yes. Wow. Amazing, amazing. So this could be, you know, the end of a great night and the beginning of an artistic uh, project. Absolutely. In one. Fabulous. Thanks, Alice. Thank you very much, Alice. Yeah. That's awesome. Till next week. Thank you. Or whenever. I got some troubles, but they won't last I'm gonna lay right down here in the grass And pretty soon all my troubles will pass Cause I'm in sugar town I never had a dog that liked me some Never had a friend who wanted one So I just lay back and laugh at the sun Cause I'm in sugar town Yesterday it rained in Tennessee I heard it also rained in Tallahassee But not a drop fell on little old me Cause I was in sh 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 Sugar Town If I had a million dollars or ten Sugar 
Boy's new single there, uh, Pop Kids. Um, one thing you've got to say about Neil and Chris over the years is highly consistent output. Oh, for sure. That definitely sounded like a Pet Shop Boys track. Didn't it just? And yeah. one story that I've always loved about them, one anecdote, um, is that apparently they, I think they turned down Live Aid. Did they? I think it was Live Aid. Or if it wasn't Live Aid, it was whatever the Megamongous uh, Charity Bash. Why was, was that? that? Do you know? They thought it was very important that pop music didn't get involved in sort of worthiness. It oh. wasn't pop music's job. 
okay. to do that. That was somebody else's job. Something isn't, a bit more serious. Isn't West End Girls kind of like a bit right on? Um, it's about the it's, class system. It's and, socially satirical. You know. I don't think they would have used it to raise money. No. But I, I, I think um, other bands big bands do get very involved in these big events they, you know, sure do. they, they capture the <laughs> capture the spirit of the age don't they yeah. um, which takes us nicely link mungously yes. into uh, let's talk about sport let's talk about sport let's talk about you and me let's talk about sport the national football league thanks you for watching the pepsi super bowl 50 halftime show Okay, Alex. So first of all, I have to say I really love what Lady Gaga is wearing. I mean, it's a, a pleasing that she's chosen to wear clothes. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously a lot of children present, families having a nice time. I'm fairly sure she she raided Dolly Parton's wig collection, and for that, it's it's high hair, isn't it? It's I high. love it. I love mm. big blonde, huge hair. It's my favorite hair. I should. I think. I think we should probably just explain that we're we're watching the Super Bowl. Um, which is a sporting event that takes place every year um, in America. Yeah, and these are our Super Bowl highlights, aren't they, Alex? Um, We've sort of picked the best bits, and I've used the word best there in a controversial sense, I think. (laughs) I think we're using best loosely. What's Um, happening now is um, it's a bit of outreach, and we're seeing um, four fairly thin white people from England have been encouraged onto the stage and they're picking up instruments and it's really quite gratifying to see what they're, they're able to make, make yeah, of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really sure how this ties in with the Super Bowl per se, but, you know, people seem to like it's it. It's very sweet, though. Look at them jumping up and down yeah. and really as if they'd thought about this or, or planned, it, planned it in to some degree. Now, of course... Things are moving up a, up, up a tempo. I mean, I'm loving that Beyonce is just keen to bear her thighs. Go, girl, bear your thighs if you want to. No big deal. And it really, it's a, it's sort of a little bit like watching wrestling on the few occasions where I've managed to get through. That <laughs> lots of things are happening. People are throwing themselves physically it's around. Chaos. It's hard to know whether or not the score is going up or down. I don't know. But and what is Mark Ronson doing? Uh, it looks like he's reaching for an ice cream in a very deep <laughs> freezer, but it's hard to say back there. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's a musical man. He, he's he's synthesising, bringing lots of different elements together and then paying royalties for all of them. Indeed. But, I mean, here's what? Bono? Is that oh, Bono? Oh, good God. That is Bono, isn't it? I thought that was just a stagehand who'd wandered on wearing shades, but no, you're, no, you're right. It is Bono. actually Bono wearing the American flag. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm still pretty sure that Bono and Chris Martin aren't actually Americans, so their inclusion here is slightly mysterious. But all Americans like to think they're Irish, so That's I get. True. I get Bono a little bit. Perhaps Chris Martin too wishes that one day he too could become Irish, <laughs> like you too. <laughs> oh God, I've really run out of adjectives. Probably say I'm difficult. I probably talk too much. I overanalyze and overthink things. Yes, it's a nasty crush. I'm usually only waiting for you. Stop talking so that I can 
Detailed. I know. It's a detailed manifesto. It's so cheeky. I can't tell if he's for real or not. <laughs> um, great stuff. Um, next up is well, actually, she's got a new album out. 
this month, Yoko Ono. I love um, her so much. <laughs> and this song is not from that album. This That's is an, okay. old, an old one that she did um, with John Lennon from Double Fantasy.
wow, that's that's quite dramatic, isn't it? Yeah, there's nothing like old Disney to introduce the weather. And yeah, you're right. And I'm looking at the hat and gloves combo that you're currently sporting, Pony Gear, and I'm assuming that this is a reference to the inclemency that is happening out these very doors. I have never heard that word before, but I think so. I am, of course, referring to the weather, and it is time now to catch up with our very own weather girl, Katrine Geilhausen, on some of the recent developments. Hello, everyone in Hackney, Kansas. Seeing as this winter-spring season is mostly about storms, I could talk a bit more about them, couldn't I? They often have such slightly off-centre old-fashioned names. Not old-fashioned in the way of trendy names like Olivia or Charlotte, but, you know, Imogen, Desmond, Gertrude... Hmm. I was wondering why they don't really update their names, because we haven't so far been meteorologically accosted by anyone called Jaden, Taylor, Chanel or some such. You'd think the weather people would want to be more on trend. And then I found out that only recently the UK Met Office did actually do a new Name Our Storms campaign so the public could help choose. So people made suggestions and then the Met Office picked. Which names did they pick? Imogen, Desmond, Gertrude and others. Apparently the first criterion for the Met Office's name choosing was which names were most often suggested. Really? Gertrude. Maybe people made their name suggestions guided by dislike? Gertrude could be a xenophobic dig at the Germans, perhaps. And I can also inform you that one of the storms coming up soon will be called Nigel. For real? This at least might help cement my theory of disliked names. I can't see that one topping the list of baby names anytime soon. You all know that storms are named one female, next one male, then female again, carrying on through the letters of the alphabet, right? In the US, they have a preset list of storm names for six years, and then they start again at the top of the list. If a storm is really nasty and will have ingrained itself in our memory, such as Katrina, lovely name, they retire it and get a different name starting with K or whatever. I personally look forward to Hurricane Kanye. Before the 1970s, it was all lady storms. Apparently because during World War II, the pilots appreciated familiar information they could identify with. Oi Chuck, this clad looks just like your sister Wilma's backside, don't it? Only the Americans wouldn't have said oi, of course. At least not in Kansas, Kansas. Back in my homeland of Germany, we kind of do it the other way around. Well, you know how we're supposed to be all petrol heads? Well, we name cars after storms. Volkswagen have all these models. Golf for the Gulfstream, Polo for polar winds, Passat for a trade wind of that name. Yeah, yeah, all that. And Jetta, Scirocco, Bora, they're storms as well. There's also a Volkswagen Vento made for the Indian market, I believe. Naming-wise, it's a bit of a cheap shot, if you ask me, as Vento just means wind in Italian. But then, pizza, when it first came along, would have probably had more of a novelty value in Asia than when it landed in Hackney, Kansas. So um, I think I must remember to give you a recap of the recent weather to finish this. Um, Well, it could be tempestuous, inclement, with meringue-like clouds. Huh. She finds drama in the weather, I think it would be fair to say. 
She sure does. It's like there's a story going on there with the clouds and everything. And, and you and I, we're not, we're not attuned to that. There's this whole subtext going on. Yeah, there's Amazing. a text. That, that in <laughs> itself is surprising. Um, as we canter to the end of the show, uh, we thought we'd end with a song that captures the real danger of modern communications equipment in a romantic or post-romantic context. How so? It's Rihanna, it's from Auntie, and it's called Higher. This whiskey got me feeling pretty So pardon if I'm impolite I just really need your ass with me I'm sorry about the other night And I know I could be more creative And come up with poetic lines But I'm turns up upstairs and I love you Is the only thing that's in my mind You take me Radio Nowhere, copyright 2016, Radio Nowhere.